Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Itch girls. We the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make your move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make your bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom. Sip kombucha for your womb. Hey guys, welcome back to It Gals Podcast. This is Jenny. This is Lindsay. How are we all? Happy November, Queen. A lovely, fresh new month. I mean, how crazy though. Like, I can't believe. Oh, honey. Time is flying. The year that never was. <laughs> Time is flying when you're sitting around there on fuck off. <laughs> somehow, yeah, somehow you think it would go slow. Wouldn't I you? know, but it actually, I mean, that's the one saving grace, I guess. Yeah. You know, we speeding. I, the last thing I need is more time. But girls, actually speaking of, of course, we all know we're back in lockdown and our UK girlies are as well. Yeah, so we're all in this together. We have a the month of November. We're sitting on our little horses doing our home workouts and listening to X-Gals podcast. If, you're, yeah. if you have been tempted to join our Patreon, this is the time now. This is going to be your comfort blanket, your company. And when I say company... It's C-U-M. But really, it does. I mean, because we have obviously our Discord, which every member of Patreon gets, which is an access to our like secret chat room. It's like a little uh, an app you can get in your phone. You're chatting. It's fucking lit to the clit. Um, and also now, great uh, improvement of Patreon. Uh, we can now charge in dollar, euro and pound. So if you are an Irish customer or in the EU, you can choose to pay in euro. It's five euro. And if you are a pound, likewise. So, you know, you don't, you're not getting all those annoying conversion fees, all of that kind of stuff. So it actually saves you a bit of dollar. But five euro, Lindsay, right? Let me a sell fiver, it to you. A Let fiver. A cup of you. coffee, hun. Literally in these days, cup of coffee, you're going to get a weekly podcast. You're going to get merch discounts. You're going to get Discord access. And what else are we doing every Monday? We're back on the live streams. We had baby. to bring the streams back. We had to. They were so fun last lockdown. And it just means that, like, if you're an x you get an hour-long live stream on a Monday. You get it on a Wednesday. You get x on a Friday. Then you have your weekend. And, and, and you can be chatting throughout the week. Exactly. Girls and x One of my favorite things about creating x and having this as a platform is the fact that you know, you know you're going to get on with another x Yeah. So, through discord that's where you can actually get involved with the community and make pals they have had little meetups when we were able to meet up they've had their own zoom calls they just connect there's all little subgroups on the discord Mm -hmm. so loads of different things to talk about and it's just really like a new way to make new friends and what a better time like why the fuck are we bothered hockey and tinder out of it to get what a limp dick exactly when you can be like going on discord going on excels listening getting some tips Hell and yeah. making new friends. Yeah, so girls, go over to patreon.com forward slash Podcast. As I said, five euro. It's cheap as fuck. It's less, that's less than a pint. One single pint in a pub that we no longer have. Oh. So 
five euro and you know you can sign up for one month if you don't think you can keep it for uh, December or ever you can d- unsign up it's only one month commitment one one self payment it uh, renews at the start of the month but for any OGs out there just know that you can actually get an annual membership as well so I think it's 54 euro for the year you get a 10% discount when you sign up per year so that could be something to think about um, upgrading to it just upgrades your membership or if you're joining and you can actually gift this as well and people have been asking me how to gift it what you would do is just set up like with a burner email uh, and make a Patreon account for your friend so like Christmas or something perfect gift such a good gift um, like Chris Kindle perfect yeah. and like hello sustainable as fuck yeah sustainable as fuck you know and they'll be, they'll be getting so much content so girls sign up patreon.com forward slash it podcast who do we have on this week home? we've got another great guest we've been banging out the guests lately girls we've been trying we have so we have um, a good old pal this week on it girls you know her, Carla Kay, artistry from The Unpopular Opinion. We wanted to get her on to talk about the whole idea of um, 30 and turning 30 and kind of looking back on our 20s and like the whole idea we thought, we were talking about like how kind of ageism exists very much in Ireland mm-hmm. and how we kind of like come up against that and, you know, do we feel pressured as women with babies and mortgages and all that scary shit and how you just keep your head on and know that like, you know, you're on the right path. And then X Gals, we have a sick guest coming up this Friday. Oh yeah. We have an English girl, a new pal to the pod. She um is an anonymous stripper. She has her own podcast and she told us tales. Tales upon Sugar tales. Baby crazy shit was going on and we just had like a deadly chat with her so that's on yeah. x Gals this friday but yeah we're gonna get right into the one with carla k now yeah carla's was fab um as i said we chose to talk on this topic because we know so many of you guys are probably turning 30 this year or coming into your late 20s and this if i had this when i was those eight that age i think i would have felt so much better we're all in our 30s and you know what a better way to start off with age with the age that we're in so tune in gals and we'll talk to you all next week Hey guys, so we have with us a very sexy guest. Very sexy. Who you all know. Yes, but it's been too long since you've been on the podcast, it to has. be honest. And we're doing time. a Zoom moment with Carla Kay. Hey Carla. Say hey, honey. Hey, my little, hey, my angels. I really wanted to do the hey gals with John Fuhrman. Oh okay, my well, God, do you want to do it? So you go. I just want to do Okay, okay so. Know. Hey gals. Hey gals. Okay. <laughs> we'll try it again. So three, two, one. Hey, hey gals. Hey gals. <laughs> I think the Zoom the Zoom delay will not allow us to for oh, it to be in <laughs> This is so us being aunties again. We're like always oh, like, how do you use Zoom? It's so hard. Uh, yeah, Zoom fucked us up there as fucking always. Uh, thank you, Quarantine, for that lovely moment. The tits are out for the Zoom. Oh. There you go. There you go, girls. Spicing it up. Big titty moments. (laughs) Yeah, no, must be due my period. (laughs) When are you not due your fucking period? I don't know. I feel like I'm always on the brink of just about. Lindsay will have a period the next week. She's like, I think I'm due my period. I'm like, yeah, monthly. (laughs) Cyclical. Not for me. I know. Not for me and my weird period. (laughs) Okay, so we thought that we would bring you on because we're going to start this new thing where we're discussing age. So. I feel like ageism mm. is very much exists in this country. Age does exist. Ageism. Oh, ageism. Okay. Yeah. I feel you. I yeah. feel you. Like I constantly get bashed for not acting my age. You know, we as a duo do. Yeah. And I think the idea of 30, which you recently, when did you turn 30, Carla? June. June. Yeah. June. So, June this year. Yeah. What's your star sign? 
Not that I She's a cancer. Know. She's I'm cancer. a water girl. Yeah, we're okay. water babies. We've all had this moment. Remember we had this moment before? We were like, whoa, another cancer. So many of our guests, you, Jess Brennan, our friend Jack, Adam, so many. They're always cancers. Every fucking one of them. Wait a Can't yeah. get away from the bastards. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you turn 30. I'm turning 31. So I've just gone through my 30th year, which was fantastic. Thank you very much, COVID. Um, but, you know, I think along with the age of 30, there are like a lot of expectations. It's kind of that first, it's the first milestone of age that kind of matters. Like your 21st is just like, yay, I can get drink in America. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> 20 was interesting because it was kind of like being a fake adult for a decade. Mm-hmm. And then I think 30, mm-hmm. it's like the expectations are greater. How did yeah. you feel like before turning 30 and then when you actually, you know, now that you're 30 and you're kind of in, in the thick of it? So I think, like my my whole like thing around being 30 and age and stuff like my friend group was real like rip you out of it for whatever age you were mm-hmm. you know you'd be like oh my god I can't believe you're 23 oh my god I can't believe you're 26 you yeah, know that kind of way yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm the oldest girl so I'm the first to go 30 out of the girls okay. all the lads have, have kind of gone 30 and Tom my boyfriend he's been 30 he's nearly 33 okay so he's he's been at it he's been on it all well, now, do you know? Same as myself, 33, beautiful age. Beautiful age. 33. All the threes, 33. If I was a bingo caller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you all slag each other about age. About age. And it was always kind of one of those things. It was like, even when we were growing up, especially in school and stuff, it was like, well, I want to be married by 24, mm-hmm. which means I'll be meeting him around 21, which means I'll be having my first kid at 26. Yeah. So that's how that's going to go. Um, don't want to hear about it don't want to think about it and then slowly but surely your 20s start to dissipate yeah everything starts to fall apart and all of your stuff that you thought was going to happen doesn't quite happen does it yeah yeah I know so if we were to reflect in our 20s actually my friend Yulia asked me this recently uh she listened to our podcast last week and um in that a mutual friend of ours was talking about like when we were all 20 in our 20s and we we're all living in New York and she was like I'm so glad we had that time and she's like our 20s were so fun and we were doing this and that and I was like our 20s were fun but I'm actually really glad my 20s are over are you yeah I, I like when I look back on my 20s they were so much fun and like they were definitely a decade of like kind of solidifying like a lot of friendships um also like I mean it is kind of like the decade of realizing things and like kind of getting to know yourself and like Mm. your your personality and you kind of like you know you you kind of become more like not much will change I think in your like morals and your ethics you know beyond 30 I think your 20s you kind of figure that out and you figure out like what you'll stand for in friendships or in relationships as well but like I I definitely look at my 20s and I'm like that decade was like quite completed for me I found like I felt like I was like ah I'm actually at peace with letting that decade go um, your what, 20s um are your first decade of being an adult mm, and yeah. that's the best way of thinking about it Definitely. so it's your first decade of being an adult it's kind of like your your trial run so you can kind of fuck it up a bit you can do whatever you can be whatever and then I think that took a lot of pressure once I kind of realized that it took a lot of pressure off me too that I was like okay I don't know why it's like this big countdown and in my head it was such a countdown yeah because like we started quarantine and the date of my 30th was the date that the country started back up. Oh my God. So everyone was like, Carla, Carla. <laughs> no, you. God, that was a good day. But, I, um, I headed straight to the pub and had a porn star martini and it just hit it different. It was great. It was so, great. so fun. 
and getting well, served I was, a like, meal. Hanging. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what were your twenties like, Carla? Out of interest, like what when you look back on them, how do you reflect upon your twenties? I think like it's so funny because it's like my twenties pre Tom and then my twenties post Tom. <laughs> It's like BT and AD. <laughs> when did you meet him? I'm like, um, I was 23. We got together when I was 24. Oh my God, so young. I didn't know so you were together young. that long. Same. Yeah. Holy shit. I, I never felt that I didn't get the run of it though. If you know, yeah. <laughs> like I always felt like I was like, okay, I'm done now. I am done, done, done. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I was kind of, I went, I was in a relationship at the age of 16 and it was kind of like on and off until I was 19, which was a big, like three years when you're a teenager is huge. Yeah, yeah massive. Like colossal, it's massive. And then three I was Three years now is flipping massive. Yeah. Yeah. And I was single for that nice portion of like 19-ish up until just about 24. So me and Tom started talking in the Feb. We got together in the September. And Where I did you meet again? Tinder. I love that. I remember that mm-hmm. from your podcast. Mm-hmm. You did an episode on on dating apps, didn't you? And you were talked about yeah. how you met on Tinder. So go over to the unpopular opinion. I will. If you want to listen to <laughs> how, how, how they met, we want to hear the the love story. Um, I love a love story. I love a love. I was story. actually the same as you, though, Carla. I had a boyfriend from the same time, on and off, sixteen to nineteen. I think I dumped him just 19. I was in first year college and then I was single up until 25, I think it was when I came back mm-hmm. from New York. And I, I was the same, like, even though like now when I think of it, like my ex, like I was with him from like, obviously now I'm like 25 is so young, you know, that way. Mm-hmm. But I am like, I actually, I still felt like I had the run of it. Like I had, I had a great old time single, you know, that way. Yeah. Great old time. Yeah. Um, So before Tom, you were running around single. Then after Tom, were you kind of more settling into your, your latter half of your 20s? So it was a bit of a weird one. Like I dropped out of college twice. Okay. So I had a bit of a tumultuous time. Um, in the meantime, I'd gone on a J one, and then our me and my friends decided we were going to go back, and we were going to. There was all this kind of like, like th- there was so much commotion, I suppose. And I had kind of gone through a pretty shit year, and again, I was the only single one in my friend group okay. at this point. And everybody was pretty kind of coupled up. So it was a bit of a weird one because I was kind of going through all that. And then everyone kind of started becoming single again when I actually got with Tom. Typical, (laughs) typical. There should be some kind of rules. It's so frustrating when like (laughs) your friend group is imbalanced with like who's single and who's not, you know. And it does like, it's not even about like, oh, you know, say with our situation, like in our group, it's not even that like, I'm like, oh, I want to have someone there. And it's kind of like sometimes stuff just gets lost in translation because the lifestyle is so, so different, mm-hmm. you know? Like my so sister would be like, another guy. I'm like, yeah, I'm dating. <laughs> it's called dating. It's called dating. It's called <laughs> fucking dating. Fuck off. <laughs> Literally. Take this of me. Go away. <laughs> but yeah, I felt like it was such a kind of like, I feel... Like when I look back, I'm like, oh, why didn't I take more chances? But then when I look back and like, if, and sometimes you do have to do this, you have to reflect and be like, what did you achieve? Mm-hmm. And when I look at some of the stuff that I achieved, like I lived in, a, I, you know, moved to a separate country. My job actually moved me, put me up in an apartment. That's basically unheard of. Like these kind of things. I moved to the UK. I moved to America for a time, like all of that kind of stuff. I dropped out of college twice, eventually completed college at the age of 25, you know, as a night course with my full-time job. You know, (laughs) I worked in town for three years, went out in the lash every single night that I could, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, I kind of had that. I think actually this is probably, if you have younger listeners, 
get a job in town. Yeah. Probably not now. Probably not this year. Yeah, not now. But get a job. Yeah, not, not so now. true. That's great advice. A job in town was actually, yeah, a, a pinnacle of yours as well. That was when you, yeah. your first job was like pro- proper, like full-time job was in town. I was only down the road. In- I've never really had a proper, proper, proper job. Well, you were a nail tech in Trap yeah. Up. Yeah. Which is a proper job. Yeah. No, but I mean, it was kind of part-time. But either way, it was so beneficial being in town. Yeah, town is um, the best to work in. And being like, you just, you get so much more, more like knowledge about the streets. You're like, oh, there's a lovely new little restaurant opening just ahead <laughs> of South William Street. Have you heard about it, mom? Your mom's like, what? No. I know. <laughs> you know, and you just, you know, the same people. It's kind of like, you feel like a bit of an adult when you're working in town. You're bopping around, busy. Yeah, well, you get to know the lay of the land. You know, I went to college in town as well. And then there was always, you could always tell people who like weren't in town a lot during college and stuff because they're always like, oh, where is this street? And it's like, I kind of, my mom is also a real like town head. She always worked in town uh, and she would always be dragging me in when I was a kid. And like, she was always like, get a job in town, get a job in Arnott's. I worked in Arnott's for years and was in town. And you do just get to know, you get to know a lot of people. And if you're kind of, you're always kind of seem to be hanging around constantly around you text like are you around yep i'm around yep okay cool <laughs> yeah or end up at the pub with like somebody that you worked with random brother's cousin yeah and you'd be like okay cool we're, we're having pints we're having pints, pints. you shag them that was the best <laughs> time ever just being like and now i i have maintained so many friendships from that of yeah. me just wandering around town picking up friends that like still i can go into town and be like hey you in town they're like yeah i'm in town i'm in town you in town yeah we're all in town town we're in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we will go to the city centre. Yeah, we are in town. What, what about your 20s lens? Because obviously you had a very different experience what myself and Carla would have had, you know, that way. Uh, for sure. When you for look sure. back on your 20s. <laughs> so I was 20. Um, like yourself, Carla, I dropped out of college twice. I was in an NCID the first time I did sculpture and I was like, I don't think this is very me. Dropped out, had to like reapply to go into painting, got knocked up. Um, so out of college no degree pour moi um and <laughs> didn't get that painting degree dear god that would have helped oh. me out in life <laughs> oh. <laughs> or the sculpture one yeah god. Where, if only i'd stuck in college <laughs> but had wasted Lindsay, four you could have just done fine hours and became a makeup artist <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I could have maybe become one of Maester's girlfriends if I'd continued into CID <laughs> helping him with the murals but um no I dropped out well I got knocked up left so I was 20 uh pregnant and then also I had my 21st pregnant so that was fun I was yeah. I was a weird child I felt like but was pregnant and had to pretend I was an adult and then like you know had so much happen in my 20s where like had the baby you know stuck with the dad, you know, we were married. He was a shit fucking <laughs> partner, like so stingy as fuck, like a mess of a human. Like, I mean, yeah. I was such an unpracticed, like I had gone from my man dad's gaff to living with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> from dropping Drop. out a sculpture. <laughs> yeah, and this bastard is like, I was more adult than him. And yeah. I was like, how the fuck am I more adult when you've been living on your own for like five years you have a job and you're driving around and you're like anyway so that didn't work out and um then you know then I kind of had a chance I felt like I had this chance a second chance to kind of like grab my 20s by the ball sack you know girls so I really had so much fun then I was like I'm not gonna let you know being a ma define me or you know feeling like I have to be a certain adult and I've carried that throughout so now I really do not have any 
care for age. Like no, I was never, I made sure to never be like, you were saying that your friends are kind of like um, slagging about age. Like I was never embarrassed about age. I, mm. I never get that. Or I see some people like that I follow on Instagram. They're like, I cannot believe I'm 26. What the fuck? What the fuck? I'm like, how much of a basic bitch are you that you don't <laughs> understand that every single person ages? Yeah. In, like everyone. There's no way to like not have that exist yes we can put on our wrinkle cream or whatever but like you're gonna you're you're gonna age and I just don't understand how people are shocked when it's their birthday and when they're they're like oh my god I'm 33 it's like yeah you've lived 33 years it's I don't I failed maths and I still am not ever flabbergasted at age and I think that first is something for yourself that you should kind of I don't tolerate I don't tolerate anyone slagging my age I'll be like slag them right back with a better slag usually Well especially when they slag your age And it's like You will be my age one day You do know that Like you're, you're not <laughs> the one that. human yeah. being Who's going to be Inevitably not be 33 And like <laughs> And I think People in their 20s Yeah Very much baby themselves Like sometimes if I'm like I remember once I was having a back and forth With some other blogger 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 I was a blogger And she was blogger. like um, I mean you're 30 I'm like You're 24 Like what Is the 30 year old Not allowed to fucking Say, talk to it like it's don't act like you're a child and I'm talking to this child I feel like now the 20s decade has changed where like whoa they are acting and excusing themselves for being like children you know look I'm only 20 this I'm only 20 that it's like you're an adult fucking I know but then I think I kind of did that when I was in my 20s too to an extent because you just I feel like when you're in your 20s you feel like you're just like in this like prime decade and the 20s nowadays you know Probably just more through to like so many different factors, but like they, you are still coming of age in your twenties, which is strange. Where like what our parents, like my mom, when she was twenty eight, had a fucking mortgage for four years, was married five years or something, and had a was pregnant with me. But she was still coming of age. She just she was, but I think you were just forced to like really. It was like excelled. You're 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 adulting, if you really fucking hate that word. But like <laughs> you like now, society gives way more of a break. You know, and I'm not excusing it, but they do give more of a break to people in their twenties. Like people in their twenties now are like, they are like you. I think now <clears throat> that everyone goes to college, you come out at like 22, 23 if you like stick it out from like you know after the leaving cert, and you're you're kind of like out of the womb at like twenty three. You know that way, and you're like, mm, yeah. like, which is like, my mom literally got married. I think at 23 or 24. Yeah, but I was 21 getting married, and I'm still, I was still a fucking child. You know, even though I, know. I was like actively doing the things that a like more of an adult person or someone in their 30s was doing. Like I was walking down the aisle at 21. I was living with a husband. I was being a mother. But oh, I, I was know, still yeah. very much like 20. But because I was those things, I couldn't really use age as an excuse. Mm-hmm. Do you know the way like I couldn't be like I'm like this I mean I'm sure I did to my mum and dad when I'm like babies it I want to party I'm young and partying little did they know that I'm still being to it fucking when I'm 33 but like I think that just kind of oh it just taught me the lesson to like never use age it doesn't matter you can be whatever you want whatever age you are ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, I feel like it's funny that you brought up like our parents' generation versus us because mm-hmm. I just think there is no more chalk and cheese situation than that. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the times, obviously, I come from I come from a broken home. <laughs> I come from a divorced home. Yeah. But a lot of the times, it, it's funny when I like look at my parents' situation. I'm like, they almost regressed because they didn't have that mad couple of years mm. where they were allowed to just fuck it up, yeah. where they were allowed to just do whatever they want. They didn't really have that communication. They weren't allowed to talk about their mental health, and if you did, it was a bit weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, there was all of that kind of stuff. And I find like, it's funny. I feel a lot more of an adult now sometimes than even my own parents. Cause I'm like, I- I'm actually quite self-actualized. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get what you mean. Like, well, cause yeah, as I said, like their, their adulthood was just steamrolled. You know, the yeah. way it was like out of school, my mom, uh, we got our, on our podcast a few weeks ago on x Girls. Like my mom has worked in the same job since she was 17. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, that's your job for life. And you're not moving. And my dad was the same. Yeah. He dropped out of college and found this job and just worked his way up. And that's kind of, but I don't think there's a better or worse. I think it's no, just like general. Yeah. And like every generation is going to be totally shifted and different. Yeah. And um, that's the amazing thing about being able to look back and be like, wow. Where, how did you think, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of how I thought my twenties would have gone when I was like coming into them. You know, I remember like turning 21 and being like, I think I was, you know, just about finishing college. And I think I was like, this, this decade is going to be the fucking best decade of my life. <laughs> I think I thought I was for funny 20? Uh, for 20. I, I can't remember turning 20. I remember like finishing college though. That was probably the one time I remember coming because it felt like such a big break of freedom because like coming out of college, you know, you're still in the education system. There's still like all you these, don't have money. You don't really. have money. You don't have. You've still have mm. these deadlines. You still have all these fucking boring old farts telling you what to do. You know, yeah. I was just dying to be over that, mm. and I genuinely thought it was going to be like Carrie Bradshaw. Like I thought it was going to be like <laughs> making like sixty G's by twenty five, tootling around Dublin city <laughs> yeah. in heels, going yeah. on dates with different amazing men every night, <laughs> incredible restaurants, and seeing the finest things. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just pop to a museum at the weekend. Little I know, be like lucky to be locked up some lane before Twisted yeah, Pepper literally. for like three and a half years. Like that was like the height of it. I think I was more excited. I was so excited about turning 18. That was like, oh yeah, the best thing ever. And then as soon as I could drink, I was just like, what? Who what cares? changes? Um, yeah. But in school, I very much had the idea, especially because I was brought up in the church and I was seeing and visualizing like these constructs of age yeah. and how, um, you know, in the church, like couples would start going out at like 16 and then at 19, they'd be engaged and not like a normal kind of more general engagement like they'd be married in six months they're mm-hmm. not having like these year or two yeah. year long engagements like they are they're fully engaged to be married they're, they're engaged <laughs> to be shagging they're not yeah. shagging so they're like get up that fucking aisle yeah. um which i get i mean like i get you know you're 
if you like if I had you, you cannot have sex before marriage in my church like I'll never do any of them just sneak it in though like I don't think they do really like, yeah. guys guys I think they have to I be. hope some of them do but like I mean I'm telling you like my youth leader got married at 19 19 yeah. years of age that's crazy like and they're still married for fucks to them but like they were getting married to have sex mm. like like would you marry for a shag would you be arsed? I guess if you without if, test <clears throat> test riding. Well, I guess in if it's like instilled <laughs> in your like head, it. you know that way that like if you if you shag someone who isn't your husband, it's like a sin. Then you probably would. You'd be like, "Fuck it, you'll be my husband." Come on, let's go. I, isn't it just wild? Though? It's crazy. Like, oh, it's so painful. Like I mean, we all know girlies. I'm sure. Like there are some fine looking bastards out there who are great kissers, like really nice lads. Like we're so polite. As soon as they're in the sack, it's like, sorry, excusez-moi. I guess those girls, I mean, sometimes, like, whoever you're shagging, though, you might know the difference. The, like, the first shag I had, I can't remember if, like how he had sex, but I'm sure I thought it was the fucking best thing ever once I started shagging the bastard, you know well, what like, I mean? I did it backwards. I got with my, like, I shagged, my husband got pregnant, and then I had to get married, so it was kind of backwards. Yeah. But it was, he no. was the first person I had sex with, and then I had to, you know, I was married to him. But, like, even though I hadn't had sex with other people... You know, six months into the marriage, I was like, "It's like you really are not going to ever give me a lookout." Okay, that's weird. You dumped, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I just I think I, I don't know it's just weird. But like seeing those social constructs of like these different people getting married, I was like, "Okay, I guess I should do that," and I did. So it was kind of like, um, you know, I think a lot of people in school would have had these expectations of the of their twenties, but I actually did have that expectation and it mm. did happen. Yeah. Like I was like, I'll probably get married at like 21 and then like we'll save for a house. And like I did those things and I was like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? And why is no one else doing it? <laughs> yeah. Like in school, all the other girls were like, yeah, I'd probably get married. I'd say around 23, 23, 24. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm have 21. And then none of them were. Yeah. I was like out here married in this you know, all my other friends were like sucking dick down lanes, and I'm like, afternoon tea, anyone? <laughs> Why anybody want to come with a pram? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it buggy friendly? The club? <laughs> Can I leave my baby in the cloakroom? <laughs> Did you have any expectations on your twenties, Carla, uh, yourself, of how they would go? Oh, for sure. Really? I was like, oh, I can't wait to be such a career bitch. Like, it's gonna be cray. It's gonna be insane. I can't believe that I'm going to have like my whole life set up by the age of twenty six. <laughs> It's just wild. I can't believe that for me. And I think it's it is even funny the way that you were saying that about like shagging around and doing whatever. Me and Jen, um, we did a podcast and it was about what was it? Oh yeah, it was about being in your tw- it was about being in your twenties mm-hmm. because it was my thirtieth birthday. Okay. And uh, we were going through it, and it was so funny because it was like the top twenty things that people wish they did more of oh, in their twenties. Okay, yeah. And the only one that we agreed on was sleeping with more people. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Yeah, and the t- it was so funny because we were like, yeah. <laughs> and do you think that's just because we like, uh, yeah. it's basically kind of gone now? You can't do that. Obviously, you can't do it in a relationship, both of you. Yeah, no. It, and it's, long-term it's, relationships. It's, yeah, in long-term relationships. And I think it's funny because I knew when I got with Tom, I was like, this is it now. Like, yeah. I even knew. I spoke about that on the podcast. I was like, I knew when I was getting with him that I was done. Mm-hmm. But it's even funny looking back. I'm like, should have been more chancy. Oh, yeah, should have been 
more chances. <laughs> I always think that too, and then I forget like all the years. Like say me and Lindsay for a few years, they're like. We were going out and there was no dick schwang in our way. Like we were desperate for it. Like, so it's not even like I wasn't looking for sometimes. It was just not on the, and it was probably because we were actually just having too much fun out in our night. Yeah, and, yeah. And when I think back on like, I mean, I do get that. Cause I think like when you think of your single years, especially when you're in a relationship, you're always like, oh, I could have got with so many more guys or like, I could have had all these crazy experiences, but like you have to think of all the, what you were doing all those times that you weren't getting dick. And it was usually being out with your friends, having a fucking yeah. laugh, you know, that way. And like, who's still around the random like fellas the or the girls, yeah. you know, that way. So like, I do think yeah. that like any of the nights where I turned down the ride or, you know, wasn't like out for just getting laid in my twenties. It's cause I was having the best time ever with me pals, yeah, you know, yeah. that way. And, 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 stuff. and like just making friends and they were friends yeah. that I kept, you know, mm. but like, I mean, yeah, it's always a thing that you're like, I could have, I could have fit a few more in there. I think my friends with long-term relationships, they're always kind of like, it is. And I think everyone would feel like this at some point, like when you're in a relationship and you're like, what if this is the last person I'm going to ever kiss? Like I'll not have any more first kisses. It is just a weird thing because it's so hard to think of mm. the future like that, you know? Yeah, I guess so. I think you think about it though as well. And it's gas. Cause I remember like all those decisions where I'm like, right, I'm not going to write you. Like I'm, I've yeah. kind of decided in my head now I'm not going to ride you. And like, even still to this day, I'm like the fear that I used to have coming home in the fucking taxi, <laughs> like, like all of the shit that you have to deal with. Like the reason why I made that fucking decision would still be me now if I was single now. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. I don't know why I think that I would have went out and been this Lolita. Yeah. It just wouldn't have happened. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't have handled it. Yeah. Cause it would be worse to look back on and be like, you know, you know one or the other but like if you were like way too like pulling back from guys even though you want to have sex with them or yeah. if you were just having sex you didn't want to have sex with it's like at mm. least you can look and you're like okay I'm still me you know that way it's like the person that I was yeah. at 25 I'm pretty much still the same person you know you, yeah you've kind of got yourself grounded in whatever you want and obviously yeah, and it, makes t- it takes mistakes. a while to break in the slut clogs oh yeah like it does take a minute like it took me a good few fine-tuning years to really release my inner <laughs> Like cheeky girly beast, you know, like because <laughs> when I was first, like, because I obviously was married beast. and that was the only lad I'd shagged. Then, uh, you know, broke up my marriage. I uh, like we broke up. I broke up with him. Just, just saying, having that on record. Yeah, and um, <laughs> so and then I was like, oh wow, it's so weird. Like when you get out of a relationship and you're like, I, I can shag whomever I w- wish. Yeah, they just have to agree. And um, yeah, it took me a, a good couple years. Because when I was in a relationship for that long and like sex had meant so much to me because of my upbringing, any guy I'd get with then I'd be like, great, okay, so marriage number two. And yeah. they were like, what? <laughs> so it. it took me a while to... I think it's the older you get. I think that's a part of a liberating thing of coming closer. Like anyone I've known who's been single coming closer to their 30s and even how I approached sex t- later towards my life, I think you just realise like that first of all in dating it's like it's you know you can't take it overly personal with the mm. stuff that would like crush me when I was like 21 weeks yeah. crying like by the time I was like 24 25 even I was kind of like let's talk about that you know, for a minute moving I think over. even dating in my 30s compared mm-hmm. to dating in my 20s like whoa yeah. I needed to put down the Jacqueline Wilson novels <laughs> because like I was insane dating at 20 I would fall so deeply in love after like two dates one date painfully one one schnog in a club and I'd be like all I talk about is a lad I was I'd be completely obsessed I'd be like and he likes this and he does this and he and then I wouldn't get a text back and I'd be like I mean 
moments away from being wheeled into St. Pat's. Like I would be inconsolable. Like yeah. the the kind of, a, I think you feel things so much more, even with like friend fights or, you know, everything feels so final or something in your 20s. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't, I think it's, you're just unpracticed in like some arguments with like, you know, or just relationship ups and downs because it's not the same as school. Because yeah. it gets, yeah. the fights get a bit more serious, maybe. The fights get more yeah. serious. They become a little bit more adult, but you're not like mature enough, you know, for want of a better word. But you're not like, you haven't lived or like, as you said, like you're not as practiced of a, as a person to realize that like you can have really big fights with your friends and get over it. You can have really, you know, terrible breakups, which yeah, like the, you know, you've got more in the line if you get broken up at 24 versus 16. You know, that way you've probably yeah. spent a chunk yeah. of your 20s with someone you probably thought it was going somewhere serious and you're like, fuck. But that you'll also get over it. You know, you just ha you have to go through those like painful things in your 20s, mm. I think, to be like, oh, it's the same bullshit as school. It's just more serious. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> You're so like unexperienced with conflict as well. Yeah. It's just like it's all or nothing. It's just constantly like she's my best friend. Yeah. And you, I think the overthinking portion of your 20s is just through the fucking roof. Yeah. You're like, I can't believe this. is. I, I thought she was going to be at my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I have to redo my invites to my fellow that I've been texting for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, so true. The conflict thing is so fucking true though because you you get so close to like say best friends mm -hmm. in your 20s. Like you always, everyone always meets like someone in their 20s and like it's like this new friendship because you didn't know each other when you were kids. So you don't have, yeah. yeah, like us, you don't have this innocence of like, we knew each other when we were six. You know, you, yeah. you meet and you're like both single horny girls. And you don't know each other's family as well. Like, yeah, like yeah, if yeah. I have like my primary school friends or like my home friends, they all, you know, we all know each other's mums and dads and mm. they know us. You know, when you get in your 20s, that's when your mum's like, who are you going out with? And you're like, Jenny. And they're like, who's Jenny? You don't know her. Yeah, she's this new friend of she's mine. She's my friend. You don't know her mom. You can be whoever you want to be though as yeah. well. Yeah. I remember that. I was like, I don't actually have to bring all of my teenage trauma with yeah. me into this friendship. Oh my God, that's crazy. I don't yeah. actually have to talk it's about like, the fucking deepest, darkest things in my life. Oh my God, that's wild. Let's be friends. Yeah. Or your friends, you know, sometimes like your secondary school friends, they know too much embarrassing shit about you. Sometimes when you're trying to flex in town and be cool. You are a loser. They're like, like ah, do you not remember? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, you're like, fuck Shut off. Up. They're like, you don't smoke. I'm like, yeah, I do 20 a day, hon. Fuck off. Yeah. This is my town personality. Shut, your mom would kill you. It's like, <laughs> Shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up and let me be cool in town on you, mate. <laughs> You're like, that's really weird. I love cocaine. Yeah. 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 By the no, way, no. My, my friend's gay as well. Do you have a problem with that as well, Sandra? <laughs> yeah. Because that's so the turning point. Like, I remember like my secondary school friends when like, you know, we started going to college and like even like older now, like, I mean, just the different paths of life. Like, mm. they're like, so what goes on like in the night? You know, like they're just sometimes I'll say something that they're like, what? There's coke at those parties. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. How do you mean? Yeah. And what, she's like, what do you guys have at your think, parties? <laughs> do you think they're on coke? They're on coke. And I was like, of course. <laughs> you know those friends. Yeah. That you're like, oh, I'd never in front of that friend. <laughs> Gosh, um, I um my I was that friend. Oh really? <laughs> I was that friend that no one would do drugs in front of. <laughs> <laughs> funny, Why? I was that friend. Are you anti? Like, it was so fucking funny. Not even that. So, like, I had this friend group when I not that was... I'm pro, by the way. <laughs> You're anti. You anti? I'm, big, I'm a big <laughs> pro drug fuck? head myself. 
<laughs> but I was that I had this group of friends and they were the most judgmental bitches in the entire world and like it was one of those things they were like my friends and still and you also have to remember I went to the institute so oh, I like yeah. thought I was shit hot you know yeah, yeah. so I went to the institute so like, I had, like, institute kids friends. were cool though like you even got a year ahead of me on town and college like they the institute yeah. kids in, t- in college were like ah will we go for here for lunch blah, blah, blah. like they're always like hanging in fucking Marion Square and shit like yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. smoking yeah yeah she yeah. joins well like that, that was the sauce but then my friends from school followed me into sixth year. So all of them ended up leaving our school and coming into sixth year. So I kind of went back onto that. And that's when I met like um, my best friend now. And that was when she was like that you, when she told me afterwards, I remember one time she kind of sat me down. She was like, now there's a lot of drugs going on. It's <laughs> like, what? She's like, there's, there's drugs everywhere now. Oh. Okay. There's drugs. There <laughs> is drugs. And I was like, right okay and she was like no one ever kind of wanted to let you know <laughs> because you were always known for kind of hanging out with that crew and having opinions okay. you know and I was like oh right okay that's you know whatever and then by like 23 I was like fuck it up yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah you, just, you just get over it that is also yeah, that's like, the thing of the 20s when like I mean because in my first like you know half of my 20s I was very anti mm-hmm. now I would have been around mm-hmm. them but I just never would have gone near when I was petrified yeah, you weren't judgmental though I will say that for never to thank you not that I was participating <laughs> I'll have you know we <laughs> 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 tell each other's crowns <laughs> yes straightening that crown but uh I think it is there's a lot of growth within like say friendships in the 20s and you know I think like we were saying when you have these new friends who aren't as rooted in your past mm-hmm. like say when Jenny and I had our fallout it was such an immature way for us to deal with it. Yeah. We were in our 20s. We were like super close. And then, you know, it was a miscommunication that we did. We could have just squashed. But like, no, we were in our 20s. We are yeah. going to ignore each other and for I, like a certain period of time. Yeah, I think when you're, what happens is with that first big friend fight in your 20s is that you want an adult friend and you want to have like, you know, enjoy adult things together, like going out and whatever the fuck else comes along with it. But then something that can like throw a huge spanner in the works is like something else adult happening like one of them getting a very serious boyfriend and all of a sudden you can't be like mm. the teen friends but with the freedom of being a 23 or 4 year old who has like you know a bit of fucking money going from their shite job or whatever it is mm. you know that way and, and I think you have to kind of play catch up a bit to that where you're like oh, okay like we can be really close but there's probably like you know it's not like when we were 16 where like your friend would get a boyfriend and you just end up going out with the boyfriend's friend just to keep yeah, it easy. Yeah, you yeah. know, the way it's like all of a sudden your friend's like, oh, I'm moving in with my boyfriend. You're like, oh, what? Like, it is strange. You know? and it, uh, yeah, so I mean, you're trying to play catch up with like, I mean, even, you know, I think in the 20s, we all had that girl who would get in a relationship and you wouldn't hear from her till the prick. Mm. You want to hear what he did, girls. Yeah. Like, oh, hello. I haven't seen you in two years. Yeah. And now you're like, we're suddenly best friends again. But I think, you know, you kind of cotton on to stuff yeah. quicker in your 20s. But there are all those things that you're picking up and you're figuring out. And then in the 30s, like now that I'm 33, like conflict is so much more manageable yeah. from what I've learned oh, yeah. in my 20s. Because you're used to it. Yeah. Because you've done it. And you know it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And you know it's going to get over it. And I feel like it is more of a woman's thing. Yeah. 
because we have those kind of cattiness we have those kind of friend groups and you do sometimes you just take the hump with your mates for absolutely no reason yeah. you just take the hump you're just fucking fuming with them more stuff can get lost in communication with women i think because men are yeah. just so like upfront and also don't overshare as much as we do like they yeah. don't they just don't yeah. know I, I know joanne mcnally has a really funny bit about it where she's like she's like my boyfriend would go to the pub and he'd be there for like you know he'd go and he'd come back and he'd be like she's like how's your friends like <clears throat> i don't know she's like you've been gone two days with them and you haven't even asked them. Hey, like, yeah. Like, what, what's John doing? And he's like, don't know. Like, like even when like, if I have a random. date constantly, my sisters are like, so what does he do? I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't talk like that to guys. Yeah. You know, I think, I do think there definitely is a, dis, a weird, different communication with men. Yeah, definitely. Like even from my lad friends, if they're talking about their guy friends. They're like, yeah, he seems a bit off. He seems a bit off. I'm like, oh, what's he doing? Uh, sending a lot of dick pics. A lot of dick pics. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <Very weird. laughs> so that's Very the barometer <laughs> of how he is. Like, and they'd never ask, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I think... But with they the, don't give <laughs> I think they don't know they how to... Ask. If they ask and then they know... Then they're like, what do we do now? Where girls are very much more like, it's the motherly instinct of being like, okay, if I know that my friend is... We're nurturers. A, yeah. If she's like dealing with something difficult, we'll all gather around and be like, right, so first block him. Now we need to get the sexy pick up on in the gram. You know, like yeah. we have our little... Well, overall, I think we have, you know, and, you know, obviously there's... Like guys have really close relationships but I think overall women get on average would probably get like way more involved in each other's lives than like male friends would and that means that then you can have way bigger fallings out because you're so involved in each other's lives mm-hmm. and you're like you know every single aspect every fella that didn't text her back so then you know it's and like, they come up in the fights yeah so like exactly now I get why Sean didn't respond I think coming in when you're <laughs> once you're 30 you realize that like I feel like when I would fight in my 20s I would I would like have a confrontation to fight with someone but now in my 30s mm. if I'm having a confrontation with someone it's to like resolve yeah. something resolve it you want that re- you want the resolution it's not just like you know I'm right yeah. you yeah. fucking annoyed me and I want to let you know that you annoyed me mm-hmm. it's more like you annoyed me let's not ha- happen again but I can understand. let's figure it out yeah let's figure everything it out. can get I think yeah for my 20s I did learn as well like everything can get figured out yeah you know you can't like because sometimes I think in your 20s when you're having more intense fights and you're in the midst of this argument, you're like, this is a friendship ending argument. The shit that we yeah. have said. <laughs> but you know what you forget? You do. You, you forget. You forgive and you forget. You yeah. just get over yeah. it. You have to laugh at it as well. Sometimes you're like, Jesus Christ, we went in. Yeah, you're like, whoa, yeah. that, that took a turn. <laughs> so if we're going to talk about our 30s then, mm-hmm. we reflect on our 20s. What a fantastic year. Decade. Year. Um, <laughs> now we're all in our 30s. Were you, did you have fear? You had fear turning 30, did you? Because you were the first one of your friends. I was dreading. Really? Yeah, I dreaded it so much. I had such a, like, again, like last time that we'll reflect on the 20s, but because my 20s was like, I went from dropping out of college into working in town. And like, when I started a job, I don't just job I like graft until I'm you know like I was a manager in Lush like yeah. I didn't go in to just do my little funky thing like it was always one of those things I was always quite serious when I got to it all my friends were in college and then I decided to kind of step back from that I was sick of town sick of all that I decided then I was going to pursue makeup so I flipped my industry went in started as a part-timer worked my way up to full-time worked my way up to manager worked my way up to regional mentor then got transferred to the UK, opened up the stores over there, then was a trainer. Mm. And 
I was the youngest trainer on my team. Everybody else was 30 or in their 30s. And it was one of the things I was always, like, I was always the younger one. It was like, oh my God, I I remember when I was 26. You know, I remember when I was 26. Yeah. It was always kind of one of those things. I loved that. I loved feeling young in the job. You're like, hee hee. Yeah. Yeah. And there was actually, there was one girl, she was a coordinator and she was 23 or 21, I think. And I was like, (laughs) 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 I'm the baby. Fuck you. there was that whole there was that whole thing and then I was like grafting and I was you know it was a regional role so I was I was I was Irish based but I took care of Ireland Northern Ireland Isle of Man super place (laughs) and Scotland but everything I did was in London so I used to take like three or four flights a week and I was like I am I'm such I'm a working girl yeah go that must have been so fun did you feel like Lauren Conrad you must have I was so knackered and it was gas because at that point, one of the girls on the team, she was going through a really rough breakup. Eight years, he'd oh, been wow. cheating. They just oh, bought God. the house. Like we were in for the whole fucking, you know, everybody in the office in the back room. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is God, I hell. love that. Not that, like that, that poor girl. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like hell. But yeah. I do love that in a job when everyone's like, yeah, you're, oh, like, oh, you're oh, almost yeah. dying to go into work to get the gospel. Yeah. yeah. When there's yeah. some shit going on in work, it's great. It's what really binds you as a team, yeah. you know. And she'd have like the screenshots of the photos <gasps> And then she'd be like, he fucking made her get an abortion. And we'd be like, what? Oh my you know, like, God. <laughs> so like every week there'd be something new and I'd be like on the flight over. And be like, Can't wait God bless those girls. They're really just, they're the gift that keeps on giving. Those girls that no. are like, every time you see them, you're like, so yeah. I'm going to get some. And they're like, well, wait till you yeah. hear what I got up to the weekend. I You're love like, those oh bitches. My God. And you'd be like, ah. so that was it. And it was just such a, and it was one of those things that I was like, I can't, like we ate in great restaurants, but we were always too fucking shagged to like yeah. do anything afterwards. We'd be like, do you want to go to a club? Not really. I think the most exciting thing I did was we ended up Drake's after party one night, which was fucking brilliant. Hilarious. That's, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, that <laughs> I was in plims and a jumpsuit. Please remember, no. plims and a fucking jumpsuit. There's photos of me. I had my glasses on. Oh, like, typical. typical. Oh, I was like, of course, tonight's the night. Yeah. But, but, see, why like, do they have the good parties after? Like when we were at that, was that Skepta? Yeah, the Skepta after party. If it was before, I would have looked good. Because it was the after party, I was like bleh, bleh, yeah. rolling around, like <laughs> embarrassing myself. Like uh, I was smoking joints, thinking I was like <laughs> Snoop Dogg, Rick Ross over here, here. <laughs> taking the ground off his bodyguard. I was taking joints off his bodyguard. Like <laughs> yes, let me smoke this J. <laughs> like I thought I was. And looking back, even there's videos now, and I'm like, just please, just fucking like. And it's we weren't allowed our phones in the club, oh. so there's only oh. videos of and me after Gas. so it's like <laughs> Carla at 12 Carla at 6am <laughs> there is no in between like there's oh just God. me being like, that's Ooh. probably better I hate seeing the kind of like you know how the, progression. the, the map of my night where yeah. I'm like, oh okay yeah. it was that drink. it was that specific yeah straight vodka that I can I just see like my skirt being hoisted up more and more as the night goes on and my lip liner becoming closer to my nose like, yeah you know when you're doing lip liner <laughs> you're drunk like, you're like it actually looks so good when it's overdrawn really <laughs> overdrawn and I'm going down on my chin <laughs> so because you were so busy then Carla did you kind of feel like your 20s ran away from you maybe the latter half especially when you were like working that busy old job definitely I think it was like I was 26 and then I was 27 and I, re- I remember those birthdays like really 
like a lot 26 was my worst birthday we were kind of going through a bit of a transition in the elf friend group Mm. you know there was a lot of a lot of conflict nobody really wanted to deal with it I seemed to be the only person who was like equipped to deal with it Mm. and it was really shitty and I remember when the opportunity came for me to go to the UK I, I just didn't even think about it but I didn't tell any of my friends either I told them like a week before I went I was like by the way I'm moving and I don't know for how long and this is the crack and it was kind of one of those things where Mm. everybody was like what the flying fuck what age were you then exact break that I needed yeah I was 26 that is hilarious by the way I'm moving and you'll never see me again yeah bitch I was like I don't know if I'm coming back you need to treat me better anyway (laughs) (laughs) I'm moving 40 minutes away you drove me out of the country girls well done (laughs) well done make a statement make a statement statement drop the mic <laughs> so, so what had that you, was kind of like that so what huh? had you worried about um turning 30 then if you had quite like an intense time in your 20s were you just like oh no now I have to pretend to be an adult even more now that I'm going to be 30 see then came the leaving of the job and the traveling yeah and that was very late into my 20s so mm-hmm. I was 20 I landed in Brazil on my 28th birthday 26 to 28 could have been 10 years within two years because it was such an intensive insane two years we decided 12 weeks before we decided to go traveling that we were going and I remember like sitting in my bed booking it and being like oh my god I've just paid eight grand oh my (laughs) god placed eight grand into something I've no idea if it's going to work out or not oh for fuck's sake and I still hadn't registered in my brain that I was actually going that's scary and it was the weirdest thing ever because like it was something that Tom had always talked about oh I always want to travel I always want to travel and it was so funny because the week before we left me and my friend were driving and she was like we always say we're gonna do these things Carla but we never actually do them and now you've actually gone and done it yeah <laughs> and we were like Ugh, and you're like fuck. fuck and I was a nervous wreck like I was shitting a brick. Well, they say you become a more nervous traveler the older you get. Yeah, that's definitely happened yeah. for me. Anytime I'm in a plane, I'm like, this is going to get bombed. This is going <laughs> to get bombed. And I'm like, and when I was a kid, I was like, planes, yes, plane food, yes. <laughs> I was literally like, oh my God, it's, I have to fly to New York and then I have to do it. I have to fly to London. Then I have to fly to New York and then I have to sit in fucking New York and then I have to fly 10 hours down to Brazil. I'll be on, I'll be flying for 22 hours, all this other shit. What's going to happen? What if I hate it? What if this happens? What if that happens? And Tom was fucking chilling. He was like, oh, I've packed a few t-shirts. <laughs> and I was like, do you have your malaria medication? Have you bought travel insurance? Yeah, what about this? What about yeah. that? Our travel insurance won't cover us if we're in this situation. What about all of this crack? We're going to be going through different weathers. He was like, yeah, I've got trainers and um, I've got a few pairs of, of shorts. Not many. <laughs> Classic. And uh, I've got one moisturizer and that'll just do everywhere. God to be a man for like a week. Just for a break. Just for a break. So how, how long were you guys traveling for then? So we went for, I think it was just five months or so, just about. Okay. And then you moved back to Ireland, was it? Moved back into me fucking dad's gaff. Yeah, it was and very cracking. Yeah. So then I say that would feel kind of like after having so much like independence for so long. And then I'd say moving back home then and being in your later 20s. Mm-hmm. Do you think that like made you dread turning 30 because you felt like you were like had taken like a step back, even though like. You, of course hadn't yeah. but I think mm. it can it can you can play those games in your own mind where you're like I'm back in my parents house and it can mm. be like this big made up fucking rule in your head or like you're letting sometimes I'm like 
you know, am I letting my, if uh, my younger self could see me now, would yeah. she yeah. be happy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this, is this the Carrie Bradshaw lifestyle <laughs> yeah. I thought I was going to live? <laughs> but I always, I always think like, how many times have we sat down as a person and been like, if I could just see myself in one year's time, yeah. like whether you're getting over a heartbreak or whether you're getting over, you know, a friend issue or whether, you know, you hate work or you're trying to apply for new jobs and thank fuck I could never see into the future. Yeah. Is all I'll say. <laughs> because, oh my God. I would have been like, what the flying fuck is going on? Yeah, here? yeah, yeah. You are back in your dad's gaff. I thought you were buying a gaff. <laughs> I thought you were, you were buying a house this time. Why are you in Brazil? Like, <laughs> like the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And that was, that was such a kind of like I, I'm so glad now I'm like I actually don't want to I never want a crystal ball I'd hate to see into yeah. my future because you kind of just have to let it happen but I had to start again I had to find a brand new job to decide what industry because I decided once I got now to make up that was it yeah. I was like I'm fucking done I'm never working in beauty again I hate makeup I hate people I hate all the things that made me love it <laughs> <laughs> like I literally it turned me off it to yeah. like to a point where I think I have PTSD sometimes I'm like oh, I fucking oh, oh, this. what a beauty blender you're yeah. like oh, what are you doing here oh, that's, my, that's my trigger oh, <laughs> yeah I'm like for fuck's sake um and that was it because like coming home you know my friends had started buying houses mm. and getting engaged and all that crack and I was like uh, no no job yet <laughs> still looking though yeah I know I mean I remember that as well in my later 20s I was still working in marketing and stuff but like I remember having such like shame over living with my parents um like because I think it's and it's all made up in your head it's a complete construct you know that way of this whole like you have to be living outside of the home for like x amount of years or like beyond 25 it's just embarrassing to live with your parents you know and then like but there is that weird kind of like I guess it's just, you know, I remember saying it to my mom and I was like, it's not that I don't like living with you, you know, I was like, I don't want it to be like offensive to you, but I was like, it's just, and she's like, look, I totally get it. She's like, I had my own fucking house at 24. Yeah, you're like, okay, rub it in there. Yeah, I'm like, okay. Twist the blade there, mommy. I'm like, how much is the house again? 30 grand? Okay, right. Case settled. But you know, know, she was like, I get it. You want like to build your own life. And that is the kind of feeling. And I think that that can be the the reason that we put that... um, milestone at like the age of 30 of like having owning a house at 30 is like this new kind of it's a weird one with the like living with parents thing because it's either that you leave your parental home at like say 25 and mostly like 25 year olds would be renting Mm -hmm. so it's like I'm either going to be paying like fucking crazy money that will never it's so hard to configure and be able to like what one am I okay with am I okay with renting because I think you have the same kind of almost there's shame around renting as well. Like, oh, yeah. Which oh, yeah. is so annoying. You know, sometimes like, people just. Away. You're turning your money away. Ah, you no, I never rent. How much? And people just rant, constantly just ask you how much your rent is. Yeah. How much are you paying for this oh, place? Yeah. I'm like, uh, hello, plumber. Can I just. <laughs> Can I exist, please, in my home? I know. It's, I mean, like my Tesco delivery guy fucking is like, really? how much for this place? I love it here. Great view. I'm like, yeah. Uh, I don't really want to be saying like it's kind of a personal thing and then if it's too high people are like you're not paying oh, you're for mad. That. are you serious yeah. Jesus it's ridiculous These you're like yeah okay well yeah okay so there is different chains with both but I think I mean obviously it's such a weight of stress for our generation to buy a home mm-hmm. because like you were saying like your parents and my parents bought a home and it was so much more obtainable they could you could buy a home with one wage coming in like had to be married though yeah, 
Like my mom yeah. would have been happy not to be married, but if she was like, we couldn't get a mortgage, they would be like, so to hold on, you're a man and you're a woman and you're going to be buying what? Like they would not. But it get- still seems similar. Like, I mean, I would find, like, I mean, I feel like it's, I would, you know, fucking would be handy as hell if I find a lad to go halsey halsey on a bleeding mortgage. Know, but you wouldn't have to marry them. No, I, I know, know that part, like but that. I'd still have to find a bloke to fucking, oh, yeah, that I could handle being around, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which is, um, Difficult, but uh, <laughs> so fucking hell, that went real dark there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think the shame thing is so weird. And then you're like 30, and I'm like, why the fuck? I remember like when I became 30, the one thing I did think, I was like, why didn't I save more in my 20s? Yeah, why didn't I start oh, saving you could fucking, at 20? Oh, why am I doing this at 30? Do it all day. You could do it all day. Sure, like, I love to bring it back to the fact I'm like, I used a house deposit to go travelling. Yeah, but what were you doing before that? What yeah. were you doing money before that, hon? Oh, yeah, it was in fucking River Island bags. Like, yeah, that's where it was. Like, yeah. It was like, because you get your job or whatever your fucking job is in your 20s and mm. you're like, oh, I've all this money and every single penny of it, I can spend. Yeah. <laughs> every <laughs> damn penny every of that will be gone. You can finally get Because guess stuff. what? I get paid again next month. Yeah, I know, especially... <laughs> When I was getting paid weekly, that shit is wrong. Oh, that was really yeah. dangerous. Wrong. Dangerous. Yeah. I remember That's that dangerous. was terrible. That you never can save on a weekly wage because it's no. just like by the time you're broke, you're like Fridays and two days. It gives a fuck. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. And like, I mean, yeah, as well, you're able to buy stuff that your mum and dad were like. If you were like, "Mammy, can I please have those Miss Sixty jeans, please, Mammy, please?" And she's like, "How much are they? Ninety-five pounds." And she's like. What? And now you're like, guess what? I'll just eat coconut noodles for the whole week and I'm getting my 95 pounds. <laughs> so when you turn 30, Carlo, did you get, did you have it like the fear alleviated? Because I found that like when I was coming up to 30, when I, I actually had the fear more so turning 30 when I was like 27, 28, I was really yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. Like I was like, I'm everyone is always like they're always like oh my god I'm in my later 20s like you know you feel older you feel like the world is catching up on you a Mm. bit you're kind of like I remember just being like I still feel 22 I'm 28 what the actual fuck and I was starting to get like those expectations by myself put on me but you know the expectations were there and um but I find I remember talking to my friend Kim and she was a bit older than me when I worked in uh, makeup as well randomly and uh she was saying to me like she was probably about 33 and I was about 27, 28. And I remember being like, I can't believe I'm turning fucking 30 soon. And she was like, Jenny, the minute you turn 30, you'll be fucking delighted. She was like, I was mm. dreading it for years. And she was like, I'm telling you, she's like, the fucking day I turned 30, it was like these shackles being lifted off me. And she was like, and now I had, she's like, nothing happened. She was like, I had a great time in my 20s. But she was like, after I turned 30, you know, then she got engaged. And then she got, you know, all this like stuff that she was like, once she kind of stopped having all these like years of when something should happen, mm. all these expectations, she was like, I had the best time in my early 30s. She's like, the, the last few years have been way better than any mm. year in my 20s, you know, that way and I felt the same I mean obviously I'm only turning 31 but like by the time I came like 29 and then turning 30 I was like bring it on bitch I'm ready for my 30s 30s are sexy I feel I really really love 30s I feel like I don't know I think what I love about your 30s is that you like it's just kind of it's sexy I feel like just more above Above my 20-year-old self. Mm-hmm. I feel like an elevated, elevated version. I'm like looking at my 20-year-old self. I'm like, you fucking dumb bitch. You didn't know how to do your hair or your makeup or <laughs> yeah. talk to guys. You were making a goddamn show of yourself. Yeah. 
<laughs> maybe that job in town wasn't so good because now everyone in Literally. town knows how you were fucking scarlet. You were crying about lads. You were like, you know, wearing mad clothes, mad makeup. I, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, but I thought I did. And that yeah. was, so I was going around with this like, you know, badass attitude. <laughs> I was like, ah. So then I had, in my 30s, I was like, actually, you're kind of cool now. You kind of... You, own, you, you get it now. You own yourself, I think. And more. you see 20-year-olds mm. bopping around being like, yeah, I fucking am this badass bitch. And like, you know, yeah. you're like, oh God. But that it's also so like, me. That was yeah. so you me. You see yourself in that though. You're like, oh. You yeah. know, that way it's like, you, you will turn 30 and look back on this. But yeah. did you feel that at all? Like when you got into your 30s, were you like, oh. I was, so it was such an anti-climax because I mean, it was lockdown. So yeah. I'm like, I'm 30 next year. I'm not 30 this year. I'm 30 yeah. next year. Next year will be the 30th birthday party. You know, <laughs> yeah. for real. Yeah, we can all just forget about this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, I'll be on my boat in Croatia next year. <laughs> this year, unfortunately. And I do, because Tom always said it to me, he was like, you go 30 and you don't care. You no. just forget about it. It just doesn't mm. come a thing. It's really give a flying fuck. And I think a lot of it is as well that like, like there's a lot of people that put like big events on age mm-hmm. so I definitely wanted to be married by the time I'm 30 why yeah mm. why like are you gonna be at your 30th uh wedding anniversary being like I'm actually raging I got married at 31 instead of 30 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or 29 yeah. instead of 60 so that was important to me yeah 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 I mean like exactly you, know, like, the, you put these arbitrary rules on like dates of like I mean now I realize like when I buy a house it'll be deadly full stop I doesn't matter Whenever. if I'm fucking 31 if I'm 41 if I was 25 of course I would have been fantastic mm-hmm. but like it also doesn't matter because it's good no matter when you do it it doesn't matter about your but, age and even so I think sometimes like the later it is you appreciate it so much more because True. like I know some people like from the church who would have bought houses really young and they just turned into like little mammies and that like they really I'm like when you kind of have a bit more ambiguity to age and don't like put these like marker points down of like when you're going to get your shit together and mm-hmm. be with your husband and live in your home and stuff like that, you can do what you want and have loads of fucking fun. And like, you know, I think you were saying that your granny always said that she felt like 20 something, didn't she? 16. 16? She was 99. <laughs> like I feel that. and we, I get so much hate about the way I dress that I dress like a teenager, that I act like a teenager. Maybe so, but like, you know, I can act like, I think it is important, no matter what age, to have like that childlike little playful energy within you. Like you can still like, yeah. you know, have your shit in order, like, you know, be saving, have prospects, be like doing a good job, being a good friend and man, all that kind of stuff. But also you can go and like, just like let loose and be acting like a young person mm. or whatever. Because like, that's made up. It's made up to be like, like the idea of an adult is made up. Like, where does that come from? But it's also made up to settle you, you know? Yeah. And I feel like myself, <clears throat> there's been loads of times that I've made derogatory statements, probably about age, you know, where I've been mm-hmm. like, you're a bit old for that, or you're a bit young for that, or yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm sure there's been plenty of times. But I <clears throat> I find with like what you were saying, Lindsay, like you're a hot man. It doesn't mean you're a hot man the same sentence. You're hot, you're also a man. Yeah. You don't have to like, not everything has to be yes, yes. same. So, <laughs> So like when you want to have a can, it doesn't, it's not like, but you're a ma. It doesn't mm. have to be like all or nothing all the time. Or yeah. like, well, you're married now. Or, you know, you're yeah. set, you have a boyfriend or any of this kind of shit. And I feel like people that say that, 
are generally just acting out on like what they feel like they've missed because even myself I feel like I'm like oh why didn't I do that when I was single because it would just would have been easier to just up and go and move to fucking Dubai not that I'd ever go there yeah yeah Yeah, I I totally agree because I think it's like you know whenever because I think everyone's guilty of it you know like everyone could have been like I'm the age of her doing that or someone that you look at and you're like what the fuck is she at and a lot of the time people who specifically would put it onto Lindsay because like first of all there's a difference between like you know well you're a man you should be doing this way and then just like general maturity is in like your life is together as you were saying Mm. like you know you're not like like when I think of someone who's mature I don't think of someone who's 30 married with a house I think of someone who has like their morals in order, they're reliable, they're, you know, not running themselves into debt every week. Like they're yeah. immature yeah. actions because like you're not being responsible. Like responsibility is maturity. They're mm. really just like synonyms, you know, that way. And obviously the older you get, the more responsibility you have to take on because all of a sudden you have this apartment and kids and you're yeah. like, okay, I have to answer for this six-year-old now yeah. or whatever and it bills is. And, whatever. and bills and all that kind of shit. But like we have this also this social expectation of maturity where it's like, you hit this age or you become a mother at no matter what age and all of a sudden you're expected to act like a 42 year old at the school gate and if you don't you're wrong and it's bad instead of it's different Mm. you know that way and I think that that's it's always projections of other people's insecurities I mean there's no other way of putting it you know that way and like even if like as you said Carla like if I be like that as well you know like you know, like some single person, like, oh, fuck's sake, like, you know, what's she doing that when she's single? It usually comes from a thing of like, you know, every single human being has like, not even regrets, just little things in your life. They're like, fuck's sake, I should have done that, you know? Or even that, like, it's it's annoying sometimes when there's things that you can't do. Yeah. You know, you're like, fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one should do them. You know, <laughs> yeah, way. you yeah. get annoyed. But yeah. even like, Lindsay, when you'd like put into the group chat some of the shit that you do, and I'd be like, oh, I wish I was texting him now just to tell him to fuck off. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm usually telling you like the bad I'm only telling do you know what? girls do that like if I have a good date and Jenny's like how was your date I'm like eh grand yeah yeah. But then if I have a bad situation, I'm like, girl, yeah. this guy's fucking crazy. That's the goss. Yeah. Know, that and that's way. the fun of it. And then it's so funny that even though I'm like, this guy's insane, you're like, dear God, I wish I had that. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm like, oh my God, these, as I lie there beside my fellow, I'm like, the fucking excitement of being I know, able to it's tell It's the excitement of blocking a guy. Yeah, there is loads of excitement, you know, that way. And it's like, they're, they're, the grass is always greener in certain things. Oh, you know, yeah, right? totally. Like you're always going to yeah. look at someone else's situation, but like to tie that to a, an, an age or like, like the maturity thing is always thrown at me and Lindsay and I'm like, like you like to like rant on like me and Lindsay are like these teen that the, the two of them haven't have refused to grow up. I'm like, how have I refused to grow up? We both live in our because own we gaps. Wear, <laughs> apparently yeah. because we wear denim shorts. <laughs> It's like, literally, but that, and I'm I like, go you, out drinking. So trivial. You're so trivial that you're putting it down because I like a can and I like to get my hot body out. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't really make sense. To I, me. I always like, find it weird. Top. It's like it's I don't much, wear a bra once and all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, get, get a fucking grip, you, huh? You're 30 years of age. It's very, in our, I don't know if it, this is the same with other countries, but it's very revolving around alcohol and what you choose to. Like, my mum and dad would have a glass of wine every night. But my mum, if I come over, um, I go over every Thursday for prayer night and I bring some cans and she's like, have a, have a glass of wine. She doesn't like to see cans. She sees cans mm. as, I don't know what, but like I've been in that situation, like when I worked in Tropical Popical, I remember like we were having drinks um, in the shop, like for some party one night. And one of the girls was like, classy, you're drinking a can. And I'm like, classy, you're drinking wine. 
I am not in any way classy when I'm on wine. Wine, first of all, is like higher percentage, but it's a weird snobbery around alcohol and age and something like that. Mm-hmm. And I like think they, you they associate be. it with like drinking in a field sometimes, I think. Yeah. And that's his whole like, I mean, what, you want me to be rocking around on the streets with a homemade porn star martini? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's like when you go to places and you're like, where's the cans list? Yeah. Like, all I can, I don't want the wine list. What other things do you do? And they're like, this is a wine or bar. even like <laughs> lockdown like I was getting a lot of hate for like having drinks outside I why since when does an age have to be like that you can't drink unless it's in within walls I know they have <laughs> these so these made up fucking rules the that made up rules are like well she's act, it's just this whole acting like a teenager doing things a teen, yeah. and it's usually like doing things I do think they're like they wish and of course they can do but they've made up rules for themselves well they've maybe they stunted wish, it like I, I mean. decided like, not like just naturally I think I was like I always maintain that like kind of just having fun honestly that quote that Kate Moss quote have fun all the time remember when her mom was like you can't have fun all the time and Kate Moss was like why can't I mom why can't I have fun all the time and I was like so true Kate Moss (laughs) so So true true. Kate Moss so I was like I'll have fun all the time and then people think that you're being like a teenager but like you can do that like you can act however you wish like as long you know not hurting anyone blah, blah blah but like you know, but getting to a certain age doesn't mean you like forget your kind of like little lols. You know, like me and Jenny still like play, like we'll like make up like games and like. It's <laughs> <laughs> so silly. It sounds borderline <laughs> sexual, but like say sometimes if we like games get a sponsor for the pod, we're like, oh my god, like imagine if we got like private jet yeah and then we're like pretending that we're like yeah. imagine if we were like got to like host the mtv awards like and i was wearing the <laughs> let's pretend we're hosting and then we're like hello mtv this is Lindsay." <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you do have to ha- keep a childlike sensibility to you in some way to mm. remain a fun and light-hearted person and to like but- connect with that innocence doesn't shouldn't go and that yeah. like because like it is a made-up con- construct to be like you know, because we hear it all it's the to time. Keep you in your place, yeah. That's yeah. what it is. It's to keep you in your place, and I think, especially when it comes to like salary jobs, it's like, you know, you're doing something a little bit off the beaten track, and oh, we fucking hate that in Ireland. Like oh, we don't yeah. like no, yeah. no. You're gonna go and do your job that I know and that I know mm, that I understand and how it is that I understand in my brain because I would fucking hate for you as a woman to make money first of all and then second of all I would fucking hate for you to make money off something that's unconventional and that I feel like I could do it myself you know and and that is just killing me deep inside the fact that I have to watch you a person (laughs) do it something that I would like to do um so therefore I'm going to take my spare time and pop it onto an online forum instead of maybe investing in myself okay just really quickly just (laughs) Yeah, cool, Abula. So yeah. true. Yeah, it's it's and weird. It's weird. We're three chattel queens, the three of us. I know. They love us on that. I know. We're so honored. Thank you, guys. I'm glad. I'm glad they deem us worthy. You know, um, but yeah. So I think like um, there is an expectation to act a certain way in your 30s. That's definitely put on you like no other way in your 20s. You you know the way like I mean I don't it think probably was put on our parents when they were twenty. Now, I feel like it kind of wasn't though. Randomly, I was talking to my mom really kind of about this um, at the weekend, and like you know I was saying like I think like twenty year olds nowadays like they do like especially I'm more talking about like later half twenties. My brother's twenty eight, and like I know some people around his age who'd be like, you know, like but I'm only fucking twenty seven. And I'm like, yeah, twenty. You're an adult, like you know, like you you can't use your age as an excuse. 
at that age in my opinion you know that way it's like you're a grown-ass adult at that age you know and yeah yeah, you're still figuring out shit we all are Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you know when you get to a certain age it's like when you see your parents as human beings you're like oh my god you're 61 and you're still figuring shit out yeah cool you know like that's that's what fucking happens you know I think the only time you should kind of talk about age is when you're talking about grooming or death (laughs) those are really the only times that you should really bring an age as a factor can we Carla for president and that's what you're first bringing in that's what I'm that's my first policy yeah second policy is bring cans onto every menu I don't give a fuck if you're a wine bar yes thank you 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 have my vote where are the can bars where are the tins bars actually I don't think that's a tapped in where was I I was actually I ate a little Greek place the other week and uh I got a Heineken and he gave me it in a can and I was like, fair fuck Oh, I lady. love that when they pop it out oh, in a can. Oh, I love it. It's very yeah. something very holiday vibe. You know, they give you the little can, you put yeah. it in your glass. Yeah. Oh, so nice. And they're like, like so European that they have their cans from a glass. Mm-hmm. You, but it you is. play along. <laughs> I think you do like, you're definitely maintaining like that kind of playful aspect to life and keeping that like fun alive is really important. And, it, you know, it's the same with relationships. Like you should yeah. be like, I always think of that. Um, remember that scene in the notebook when she was like, but you don't play with Papa. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mama. Carla's face. <laughs> I remember watching that when I was like Carla's 18. Like- Balling. Balling. This is so hard. Yeah, I was like, was and I was like, I need a man who I can play with. Play with. In the bedroom, but also maybe Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if I could play Barbies with my boyfriend? Well, you know when you're like randomly tumbling and go, or not tumbling, you're like play fighting with a guy. Yeah, and then they like, and they like dig you or something. You're like, what the you're like, fuck. It always turns into like an actual oh. fight. I think playing is important. I oh, know you do. You I ha- keep on thinking. You got to play. You got to play. <laughs> Ain't no play I'm talking have about. That fun, that spice. You know, um, you gotta be able to be silly around each other. True. Silly billies so, in love. <laughs> do you think? Do you think you're putting? And this is a question, an open question to the floor. Um, do you think you're putting any pressures on yourself in your thirties? Any expectations, or do you think you've let the shed, let the let them go? It's, oh, it's, see, my thing was, and this was the, the worst realization is that I was like, if I am to get married and if I am to have kids, it will be in this decade. It's annoying that way. That's a hard one for women. Like, that's and that's hard, hard to kind of, I think that's really hard for me as well, because it was something that I was totally able to shy away from in my 20s, because I'm, if you know me, you know, I'm not set on kids. It's not something mm-hmm. that I think that I want. Um, not something else say never to but it's not something that as i grow older that i've kind of like leaned a little bit more to yeah yeah you have not yeah no i haven't okay like i keep thinking every year i'm like maybe and there's been times where i've been like maybe i'm not mature enough is that why is it because i'm like trying to grasp my youth or you know all these kind of conversations have come to my head i'm like jesus should i be is there like not is there something wrong with me but in a way i'm like is there something wrong with you i don't i think that's put on women like i mean and i I think it is frustrating that we obviously have like a shorter window to be able so you it's Mm -hmm. the kind of fear which i think you know women think like if i skip if i miss the window then i don't want to be like in my 40s or whatever being like why didn't i use those years i read a great quote from tracy emin my favorite artist who over the weekend came out that she has been diagnosed with like a really intense cancer and um she has always said that she never wanted kids she like documented through her art like abortions that she'd had and you know kind of documented her journey with Mm -hmm. because it's up and down i think anyone who like makes a choice like that you're always like well am i gonna 
regretted what yeah. you know it's you don't like know any, it's like any choice you know yeah. there's always going to be a time where you're like ah if only I had that fucking kid but you know, she always way. kind of reinstills the fact that she she kind of stood by her decision and she mm. was glad that she made the choice not to have kids and now when she was doing this interview um I think it was to the Guardian and she was saying I'm so glad I didn't have kids because at least I don't have to be in my dying bed in my deathbed and saying mommy's dying sweetheart <laughs> So I was like, I love that bitch. I love that. Even like, she still kind of gives a dig because I think like parents sometimes would kind of dig other people for mm-hmm. choosing not to have kids. And then, but I love that Tracy Emin kind of uses, you know, that she didn't have kids as a dig to people who maybe did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Mommy's like dying. the kids thing is probably the only, I'd be the same, Carla. Marriage, I'm like, whatever. I'm like, whatever, I can get married when I'm 60. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You know, you can technically get married whenever, but like kids, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I think the, it wasn't it like, isn't it like over 35, your like chances of like holding any fertility you have just goes like, like it's like, yeah, it that was it to me. I was like, oh. And also well. I think what it is, is like, even if I was um still like really fertile at like 36, 37, I'm like, do I want to be 10 and nearly, I have a 10 year old and nearly 50. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like running. That in itself is like, that in itself, I know, I know people that are in their 40s and their late 40s that are fucking well able. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, I do get it because there is, there is a stamina that you need to have and there is whatever. But even that in itself, I'm kind of like, no, fuck it. Actually, if I'm, if I'm just, I'd rather be happy at 40 than Mizzo at 35, but thinking that I was, had a kid to have a kid. True, true. And I mean, my mom is like, she has more energy than any of us I in know. my family. My I guess what like, I mean is just with like, you know, your health, you know, yeah, how all it that is shit a, goes. It's like, a worry. For me, um, now I've got the kids out the way um, and people still ask me if I have more, like, please, oh, God. Um, but if, not please God, I have another no, That was like, please, just, oh, the thoughts of that right now are a lot. Because um, I always had it, I was like, I'd love if me and Jenny were pregnant together. But yeah, be great for the brand. Maybe yeah. you could, maybe you could surrogate for someone because you're a great pregnant person. I'm good at pregnancy, but you know, I I do miss booze. Yeah, but would you do it for like James Cavan as a baby or something? That'd be pretty glam. Yeah, I would if I could, and I could live the birth. It like gals kids or it kids. <laughs> oh, we yeah. our own because I don't. I pregnancy. I'm. It's the raising that's really gets in the way. <laughs> the raising. Like, <laughs> and I mean, it's when they're little squudges. That's, yeah. It's so intense, and you're waking up and oh my gosh, you feed them all the time, and your tits are hanging, but um. I will say that since I have got that out of the way, so that's not a thing in my 30s, I don't really need to think about too much. But I do think about, I think aging, it's my kind of thoughts on 30 are more the superficial stuff. I'm like, oh God, am I going to wake up one day and not be hot? Like, and that's uh, that's the truth. That, that's what I kind of worry really? about. That doesn't yeah. bother me as much. I kind of think like, because when I, I just remember when I would be in school and I'd be like, oh, she's 30, she's old. You know, when you're in school, like in secondary school, where I, I think of like 40, it's so old. And I'm like, I don't feel old. I don't think I look old, but will, I, will there be a day where I'm like, God, I miss, miss my tight ass or whatever. I'm sure there will be, but I think it's like, you know, I, although people say that and then like, I don't look back in my 20s and be like, I miss when like my tits were like four centimeters t- higher. You know what I mean? It's Do you like, think you're... I look back on it in like, oh, that was so much fun. Yeah. 
I think once you're having fun, like, I don't think, like, first of all, I think as you grow older, like, the superficial just matters less and less and less and less. And I'm sure you'll see a photo of yourself at one point being like, holy shit, I was a cracker with a great body and here I was beating myself up over myself or whatever it is. But I don't think you'll ever be like, like, you lived that life. The life was yours. So you didn't miss out on anything. You had every single year in that body. I know. It's just mad when you see, like, someone really old and withered and you're like... It's mad. And then you hear like, he used to be gorgeous when he was younger. You're like, wow. It must be so weird going from gorgeous to not. Well, you just take care of yourself. I think that's what you have to do. Yeah, I'm trying. So that's kind of where my 30s came in. That kind of helped with the 20s. You're like eating shit. Oh, you're reckless as fuck. Yeah, like you're like skincare. Mm -hmm. You like... None of that matters. You're just like going to sleep with your makeup. Remember, we were smoking inside in my bedroom. We'd be smoking and then sleeping next to a big ashtray. Mm-hmm. Like, like. I, I, my skin looked worse back then because it was so dehydrated and not, yeah. like not taken care of. So, um, yeah, I think I just kind of am looking at my thirties, being like, okay, you do have to look after yourself more. You have to eat well. You have to like make sure you're flipping, you know, doing the squats or whatever the fuck I'm doing in the gym. You know, yeah. I think it's like well, I remember my mom said that in the podcast we did with her, where she was like, the age of thirty five. She's like, from thirty five to forty is when if you're gonna have any health issues. It could happen then. She's like, that's when my body started to be like, oh, I'm not like a young, young person Mm -hmm. anymore. And, you know, she was like, so that's why like in your early 30s, you should like try and conserve as much as your like health, you know, in in whatever way you can, you know, because you want to like build up a longevity of your life, you know, because, you know, that would be the biggest thing. I wouldn't want to be turning around at 50 and being like, oh, my God, I didn't take care of myself. And now I'm like, you know, touch wood fucking can't get up the stairs or something you know like that's like worse than being like i've got a few fucking wrinkles on my forehead you know that no, way i mean in the in the you know large sense as well of like totally, just like yeah. okay i have to you know stretch I, i'm stretching now i stretch a lot <laughs> good woman it's starting to happen for me. Yeah. yeah and and it's funny because i feel like i feel like collectively we've never looked better yeah so 100%. like Jenny your new hair Lindsay, you. your skin's on fleek like Thank I feel you. like even myself the way that I've like refined my style refined my makeup yeah, yeah like, your I'm makeup's like, looking banging these yeah. days because I look fucking flawless yeah why can't we get the rest of it together <laughs> well yeah I mean and in my 20s I remember thinking like it's crazy I'm never gonna be hotter than I am at 23 <laughs> and like when I look at myself at 23 now I'm like oh my I'm God. shocked <laughs> my my style was so intense. Just everything oh. about us at 23 was like, like wild wow. as fuck. Like, why was I going around looking like that? And I thought I was like the hottest thing. I thought this was going to be my hottest year. So like, if anyone's in their mid-20s and they're feeling like that, don't worry. Your 30s are definitely yeah. sexier. I do feel. I think you and get I mean, a whole think, new vibe. I think Honestly. age is sexy. Yeah. I do think like with age comes knowledge, comes like, you know, you're just more knowledgeable about like loads of different things. Mm-hmm. And, and nothing is, is as big And like of a you deal. said, like refining your style, that's a big thing in 30s. Mm. You know, I'm still kind of tr- trying to tweak it a bit because, um, but like when I look back at, you know, me in my 20s, I'm like, wow, you, <laughs> you were really out there walking around the streets like that, mm-hmm. volunteering to look like that. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I think I was like it was only last year that I was like okay I need to kind of switch up the style just a wee bit because I got on a bus and um, all these kids were coming out to Tamangos and I was dressed like those kids and they were like 17 I was like okay Lindsay cop the fuck on <laughs> so yeah I refined it slightly and it's like you don't want it 
you don't want to kind of like grab the skimpiest thing ever but like what I find and what's so irritating is like anytime like I have massive tits Mm -hmm. nothing I can do about them I've giant tits even when I was slimmer my tits were still massive Irish women have big tits and they don't cater for us in clothing big big titties so like when I wear a v-neck it looks like I've gotten them out, but I've not no tits out tonight. No, just tits in general are here. Don't tits know. full stop. Oh, I have to tell you this. Tits just, I live with them. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm wearing a square neck top. My tits look like a shelving unit. I, <laughs> it's so frustrating because you feel so like you're annoying. being so raunchy when like, now today oh I am being raunchy, but like they do just, they're there. And unless I wear like a high neck, they are pretty like, looking like I'm getting the tits out for the lads. I'm like, no, I'm just, they're just there. They're I'm just trying to be a person wearing a top. Like, I want to wear the I'm top that everyone else is wearing. Literally, I'm sorry that we're in a meeting, but like, I, <laughs> it's, it's summer, I'm hot. Like, I have to wear a t-shirt. I, I don't know what else to do for you. Like, tits this is not meeting. tits out. This is just me living my life. Do you know what I mean? I'm sorry that you're all men. And I'm sorry that the girls are fucking fuming. And my tits are a fly. Like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But I have to leave. It's so, I'm too warm to be wearing anything it's else. It's so hard. And sometimes what I haven't learned in my 33 years is the ability to online shop and realize, I'll show you this top, Jenny, that I got the other day. Like, I bought it from Urban Outfitters. It's like um, a tie top. So it ties at the front, but there's two ties. My tits are squelching out. Like, <laughs> this is for, like, I put it on and the tits are out. Like, the nipples are like- out. <laughs> Like it's absolutely inappropriate. I That's can't, a fun like, game. Nowhere. Something we haven't. What have we learned in our thir- oh to thirty? So I will still look learned. at stuff, and it's always with like tit stuff. Like mm. I'll go on ASOS, and I'm like, "That's a it's gorgeous dress." Tit stuff. And then Never I'm like, our stuff. Why am I? Wh- how can I not compute that? Like a deep plunge. I can't. I can't fucks with a deep plunge. I look. It's too intense. It really is for me. It just, you can't, I can't go anywhere. Like on a date, it's, it's too much. Big titty problems. What can I say? Yeah. So that's something I haven't learned. The ability to like, not think I am the model in the, <laughs> on ASOS. Yeah. <laughs> not think that I'm flat chested. Like I, I overthink the situation. Yeah. You know, like, right. Like these that's tits have much. been around for, and they're not going anywhere. No. So what about you, Jenny? What have I not learned? What do you find yourself still being like, ooh, lol? <laughs> um, I mean, it's probably as well something similar to online shopping that I probably don't need it ever. Mm. I don't need it. Yeah. I don't need it. I don't need 58 pairs of jeans. <laughs> you do, in a way. I, you do, but you really, really don't. I haven't learned, like, to really... Like, I'm good with my money, but I haven't learned to, like, really rein it in. Like, I mm. thought I was getting really good recently. And then, like, Evan was talking to someone recently, and he was like, you know, he, he was saving for his mortgage. He'd take 50 euro out of the uh, ATM every week for two years. And that was it. I was like, for what? I mean, his leap card Oh, top up? like." So he would only spend 50 euro a week? Yep. You see, like, I couldn't live like that. I would have such mm. an unenjoyable two years. I, I couldn't do it. I know it probably would, I'd have a gaff, but like, fuck that. I, I need for self-care. Everyone's talking about the gym. My little package coming every other week. <laughs> that really does fulfill me in a certain type of way. And I'm not ashamed. What about you, Carla? Anything that you feel you haven't nailed yet? I think this is one that's just in general. And I think it's something that I learned, but I, I need other people to learn too. <laughs> if it doesn't look good on the model, it's not going to look good on you. Oh, that's a good mm. one. Yeah, I and don't know why is, I ever think I'm going to be hotter than the model. Why do why do <laughs> I like think that, the, that like 
she's hired to do this. This is her profession. <laughs> and you like, are flicking around at midnight on a Tuesday. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I could pull it off. Or like, and you I'm, know, when you zoom in and you can see like the materials, really bad material. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, no, I'd say it looks deadly in person. And it's Why? Or it look better in person. Or I love when I pretend to, I, you know, I fool myself and I, for, I, you know, consciously forget that they pin all the clothes at the back to make it I fit know. them perfectly. I'm like, wow, look at the fit on that. <laughs> I, it comes to me, it's like a big fucking sack on me. I'm like, what the actual fuck? Oh God, I miss shopping, actual shopping and being able to try and stuff. But um, I think we had this conversation before, Carla, before you go. One thing that I think, and you, Jenny, mm-hmm. as well, I think that we collectively learned was kind of I think in my 20s I was like would get so bowled over if a friend of mine had like a Louis Vuitton bag or you know designer splurgy things and Mm -hmm. I think designer has changed so much in the years that like it's the same quality as Zara a lot of the time (laughs) like the reason people bought Chanel bags back in the day was because they were so beautifully crafted but now they're kind of not crafted the same way and they're not as amazing as they were so you're buying a bag which is the same quality as you could get in like just a random kind of high street store but like it's I think that is something that I've kind of just got over yeah and in my later 20s when I did have a bit more like um disposable cash and I would be like trying to get my little designer bits and it really filled me up with something but I think now I'm like I couldn't care less yeah I think something I learned Definitely, and I think I've nailed it. Um, away from shopping, if you don't mind, girls, oh. for once. But but that's <laughs> but, all but, we know. But would be that not everyone I get on with has to be my best mate. I feel like when in my twenties, if I met anyone that I kind of clicked with, I would like expect us to become like best friends and then if they didn't reciprocate or they already had their group of friends or like if it didn't go that well I'd be like really hurt and really offended and kind of like what the fuck like why why can't we be best friends like I felt like every single friendship had to go to like wow like it's like a level of like yeah yeah, you're so close it was like all or nothing like we're either gonna be best friends or we're not fucking mates (laughs) do you know what I mean like that was how it was for me I was like you're either in my circle you're fucking out of my circle man (laughs) but like I feel like now that I'm older I realize like I can meet someone and you know we can have a great old time on a night out and I don't have to text them like sometimes I'd even put a pressure on myself of like okay really about to follow up in this friendship you know mm. like I think I, I I felt like I really and I, that's a thing you do and it's healthy to do in your 20s is like accumulate loads of friends find out about you know get to know loads of different types of personalities to know which ones suit you but now I think in my 30s I'm kind of like have me mates I'm grand every now and again I might meet someone that I'm like oh we could be really good friends but most of the time I'm grand with acquaintances and yeah. that is all good I think like the main thing for me and it sounds so cliche and I hate saying it but it's something that I know I've mastered and it's like to the point where people are like you really really don't give a fuck what people think about you mm, and I'm like you're no, good at I'm, that I'm unbelievable like I'm a master of that because no one has to live my life oh you said that to me in a voice note a while ago and I was like yeah. you dabbing can't. in the middle of Malahide village <laughs> I was like, Carla, that is Whoa. so true. She's like, no one else has to live your life but you. So why would you care yeah. what anyone else thinks? I was like, so true. Holy shit. But like, what, why would you? Like, and I think that's so, like, it's so imperative to be able to get through and to be able to kind of like, and especially even in the job that we do and mm. like the stuff that we do and all that kind of crack. And I know sometimes people are like, it's, it's not going to get you far in life sometimes, not caring what people think about you. But oh my God, you'll be so happy. Yeah. So mm. I just, it's, you just can't like they that no one will ever give 
a flippant comment or a shitty thing that is said behind your back or any of that kind of stuff like that will play on you so much more than ever played on them they didn't really care why they were saying it or who they were saying it to it was just flipping comment everybody does it as we all know and like it just is what it is so the minute that you stop putting any weight or any resolve into that you're just gonna feel 10 times lighter yeah and I think like another thing and this is something that for people that are out that are that that are single and it seems like such a, again a cliche thing to say but like you're not going to find a man or a partner and everything falls into place yeah mm. like yes, that girl. is huge and so many times when I'm like chatting to people like even if I'm messing and I'm like well at least I live in my dad's back like back room they're like yeah but you have a boyfriend <laughs> I'm like that's not an achievement that's <laughs> I mean a long-term relationship isn't in cheat is a achievement and a healthy relationship isn't an cheap achievement yeah I cannot say the word let alone maintaining it is yeah yeah but, but I think it's not like it's not the pinnacle that we hold it to it's not and I think as well like a lot of single people especially when they're kind of getting their 30s they just want a relationship because of that social ide- ideology of it being like you know you know it's it's tough being single because you really it's the way society views you yeah People are always waiting for to hear that you have a boyfriend. I'm like, why the fuck do you care it's if like, it's a different one? guy every year? Why does that bother you, my aunt? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I well, I mean, the thing is, like, about relationships, we put this weird, like, say what Carla was saying, like, it's not an achievement. And I think what she means is, like, you know, some of the worst people I've known have had boyfriends. Like, you don't have to be, it doesn't mean that you've achieved this higher evolved level of human being. It just means you've met someone who fancies you, who'll put up with your shit. Mm-hmm. that's all that's, a boyfriend is that's all to do with our ego though and yeah. it's about like that lust of someone wanting like, long term yeah. with you you know yeah, and like yeah. and even you know it, it's to do with this whole kind of like and somebody liked you enough they wanted to marry you yeah, oh my yeah, god yeah. that is insane and like it, it comes back to that and I think as women as well I think we're getting better we're not as shitty yeah. as we were and we're not as shitty to each other as we were but even sometimes when you're having a laugh with your mates out of spite, they'll be like, and she's a fucking fella. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Funny yeah. <laughs> like, how did she get a fella? And I don't, it's like, what a pointless. Anyone who says that, that's why you don't have a fella. Yeah. yeah. Because you're like, you see it as something to get, yeah. you know? Like, or that it yeah. proves something about yourself if mm. you have one. It and doesn't I'm, prove fucking anything. As I said, some of those horrible people yeah. I fucking have known in my life have been married. You and know have, what I mean? Yeah, have great yeah. relationships yeah. But, or like long-term relationships. But I think as well with the a lot of people who are like, you know, oh, if I just had a boyfriend, like you were saying, I think it's not that they want a boyfriend. They want someone they want some purpose they want someone who's going to drive some places and pay for their meals out and take them away because they're you know so it's like you just want a carer kind of a hot yeah. carer and don't we all yeah. care with a boner like we all want yeah care with a boner like second kylie jenner has with her uh, bodyguard oh really she's shy yeah. is she? i don't think so but he's a ride and he looks like stormy he's and there was that whole conspiracy um okay so girls i think we'll leave it there shall we carla thank oh. you so much for coming on you were Not a pleasure a as always. Dying uh, to see you IRL. Yes. Uh, but Carla, thank you so much, guys. You can go follow Carla, obviously, on Instagram. We all know her Instagram. We all know her podcast. It's the Unpopular Opinion if you want more to hear more from her. Yes, from her and Jen. They her have Jen. such a funny podcast. And, um, you know. And we were on their Patreon one, so. Yeah, we were. 
There you go. Uh, yeah, and that was a li- la- that was a fucking late episode. That was a good episode. one. That was a fun episode. That was lockdown as well, man. Was, it's been was, a minute yeah. since we've been in this shit chat. Yeah, it's fucking that crazy. Was it was okay. a juicy one. So, gals, yeah. go, so check go listen out to Carla that everywhere. And Carla, thank you so much for coming on. Okay. Thank you, my angel. Thanks, Annie. Bye, gals. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.